So not only am I having to work up here, <laughs> I'm having to work in here. You know what sounds, I mean? Sounds oddly sensual. Welcome to Spencer's, the podcast where it's not just a phase, it's my life, Mom. I've got your picture, I'm coming with you. Um, I'm Sean, that's Haley and Jordan, who are the actual Spencer's. Oh, I love your voice. Thanks. So good. Dude, that was such a good song. My Google heard me and was like, what did you say? All right, it's just the girlies again today with our honorary girly. Sean Yu, <laughs> who learned a new word. We'll get into Hudge, vudge. <laughs> um, a couple <laughs> housekeeping things right on top. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can watch us and not only listen to us, but also watch us talk about basketball. And rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks. We love you. Harry, were we going to do a game for rate and review? Did you think of any? I didn't think of any. A game? Like, if you leave us... I thought of a, an interesting one. Okay. It's a little complicated. Okay. Of course. <laughs> if somebody repl- rates and reviews the Spencer's podcast and gives it a five stars, and in their review works in the name of a basketball player, you guys will do on the air that basketball player's daily horoscope mm. and predict predict whether or not um, I love you know, it. they have a good game, all that stuff. That's Ooh. a good one. Okay, Jordan. Not, can you, not too sorry, complicated. Do you, remind, do you mind redoing that and adding that in? Oh, okay. Um, so it's... <laughs> we could also just leave me what I just I said. I think in. that's fine. I thought that's what we were gonna do. <laughs> oh, okay. And our reaction to well, yeah. it. I liked our reaction. Ooh, okay, yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, the word that Sean learned. Will you try it again, Sean? Hudge vudge. Yeah, he's trying to say what's up in Hungarian. <laughs> trying? I thought I. I thought I nailed I that. I thought it's pretty good. Just from me hearing it for the first time, like thirty seconds ago. Let's hear yeah, it again. It is, <clears throat> from it's a really good ex- for your absolutely first expert. try. Yeah, let's hear. It. <laughs> we might have lost it. What? I was gonna say, let's hear it, Haley. Let's hear the real. Hunch, vaj. Oh, v- oh, vaj, vaj. And then you on the G H you or the G Y you put your tongue on the roof of your mouth. Vaj. Saying that word is making my lips do weird things, I feel like. That's Hungarian. Is your tongue and lips doing weird things and being under an alt-right regime? There's going to be a lot of dudes picking up Hungarian in the next few weeks. (laughs) And eating paprikash. (laughs) That's Hungarian for you. Love goulash. If you don't have players on the field with the right skills, you're going to have a tough time winning. The same goes for your business. Indeed is a fast, simple way to make sure you're hiring MVPs. Go to indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. 
Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com spin. Well, do you guys want to do rookies first or you want to do um, our other segment, which we're calling The Vibes Are Off? Ooh, they are off. But I think we should continue with part from part one. We were we gave our rookies. We should kind of go into it with our one more w- rookie, a round of rookies for everyone. Okay, agreed. Sean, do you want to go first? Sure. I, I believe the task was to do uh, less popular indie rookies, and as someone who is very indie uh, myself. Um, this is just right up my alley. You know, I just love the indie art culture and all of that. And I think there's a long history of indie rookies in the NBA. My indie rookie, I'm going to give two. Um, first one is Alperin Sengun, the Rockets Turkish uh, just big boy who uh, is an exceptional basketball player and I wish he was getting more minutes because his per 36 numbers are um, legendary, like really, really like doing exceptional things in the small amount of minutes that he's doing it. And he plays a really like low to the ground game. He has these old school like YMCA big man moves where he'll fake and, and do a lot of up and unders. Just love his whole energy. Um, love his whole vibe. The vibes are not off for Al P. Um, and he's just great. I just wish he got 40 minutes a game instead of the, the 20 he's doing. And Steven Silas recently said that, um, like, he's like, just from an eye test, you can tell Christian Wood and, and Sengun don't play well together. So that's why he's not getting these minutes. And I'm like, just, just trade Christian Wood then. You know, what are we doing here? <laughs> trade everybody. That was, trade that was exactly where we left off last time. Yeah. It's just interesting track. because with, with for the Rockets, it's like, does it matter if they're playing well or is it does it just matter if the young guys are playing I, you would assume mm. that but i feel like it's it there it's just the whole thing of like fitting different rotations and blah 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 and i'm like i don't know why he's not experimenting i i, I don't know why he's like willing to fail and i think maybe it's because you know the fear of job security um which is you know extremely relatable but Maybe maybe that's it. I just don't get it. I just don't get why he's like just playing rookies and letting them work their way out with these veteran players or people who've been around the league for a while. It it, it just doesn't make sense to me. When a and front office vet- decides to tank, the coach knows he's <laughs> the first to go. I know. Right. I know. He automatically knows. And for the vet players too, like they don't they're not seeing themselves there long term, so they also just want to play. Like the fit doesn't matter to them either. <laughs> Right, they just want to go out, like hype up their stats so that they're they're better on the trade market, and you know, maybe that's why. Maybe Christian Wood took Steven Silas aside, like, "Hey, man, I'm not playing well with this guy next to me. I know he's the future, the one of the futures of the franchise. Just let me get my stats up before you trade me to Miami." You know, maybe that's what he asked for Steven Silas, and Steven Silas is a great dude, so maybe he obliged. But yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Like his his minutes total. It, for the last like i don't know like seven games is all under 20 minutes except for the game against the spurs which we lost because we were getting blown out but yeah everything's like under 20 minutes i'm like that's unacceptable for someone so young who's 
shown in, in, incredible signs of a really good basketball player. It, it, Jordan, you know, like you, you, you need like space and time to get mm-hmm. into your rhythm in any, in any game and 14 minutes. I don't, I don't think that allows for any player to do that. Totally. Totally. Because I think that's what is happening right now with the Warriors and clay. Like they had to switch up his rotation. Cause he's like, I can't get a groove in three minutes in, three minutes out, 10 minutes in. Like, you aren't able to stay warm. You aren't able to get warm quickly. So, especially as a rookie, when this is your first introduction to the league, you are trying to get those rhythms and try to see where you fit. And it just seems like the Rockets organization, they're all working against each other. If everyone just knows and calls it what it is, (laughs) then everyone can work together. The rookies can get playing time. Then coach can be like, hey, say my job. And then the vets can pat their stats for the trade. They just need to work together. That's what I'm sensing. The vibes are off. (laughs) The vibes are off. off. And the whole organization. uh, Are they shopping Christian Wood? Uh, I was... I saw a recent post that they they want to hold on to him, but I, I saw another rumor that the Heat really are hoping to get Christian Wood. Yeah, that's a very and, interesting fit. Yeah, that is. That'd be great. I think he I think he provides value to a lot of teams. This is me selling someone who I don't <laughs> want on the team, even though I, you know Christian Wood's a great player. I just like, is he a winning basketball player? You know, that's the verdict is out. So hopefully he goes to a winning team and can prove. Are that. the Rockets uh, a winning team? <laughs> absolutely not. That's why you know he should go to a winning team, and, and let the rookies Set yourself free. thrive. Yeah, <laughs> go thrive somewhere else. I like that storyline. <laughs> yeah. Well, who's you your other a, rookie? You said you had a yeah. second. Oh, for me, the other indie rookie, um, Quentin Grimes on the Knicks, who has had a roller coaster ride of a season where. Um, Nick fans love him and then they hate him, um, which is just Nick culture, uh, which is really toxic. But he is great on TikTok and he's a great uh, user of the internet. And so that's why he's on this list because he's kind of under the radar, but his, I think his TikTok's under the radar. So go check out Quentin Grimes' TikTok and, um, you know, watch him do dances in the locker room or stuff. It's it's great. I just love the, you know, the we're getting a different view of the NBA from all these young people, young players who are just showing the league through the eyes of TikToks and like, you know, the classic, like uh, upbeat song. And it's like the voiceover a day in the life of an NBA player. And it's like, first I get my espresso in the morning. Then I get ready for practice. Then I have, and it's like, it's like, yeah, this is like what people do with their like normal, regular ass jobs. And Quentin Grimes is doing this and he's a fucking NBA player. I just love that. Like kind of like reveal of life. The Hawks I wanted was... him in the Cam Reddish trade. Did you guys know that? Oh, and Tibbs was like, absolutely not. Which makes yeah. sense because he's a Tibbs player. He's like a yeah. big hustle guy, good wing defense. Um, gotta love, gotta love players that Thibs loves. <laughs> Is it's it just Thibs? Like, or are you just saying that to be funny? I'm just saying that it's it's oh. Tibbs, right? Yeah. Okay. The but I heard someone else say that the other day, and I was like, I thought for. Eight years of my life that it was, it was Tibbs. 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 Um, that's like when I found Tibbs. out it was not Roberson. It's Andre Roberson. Yeah. Oh. So I'm like, wow, I'm really sorry. I've been pronouncing it how it is traditionally pronounced for. It's not William Defoe. It's Willem, you know. <laughs> um, sorry, Sean, can random. you connect <laughs> Grimes, Quentin Grimes to Grimes in five people or less? 
Jeez Louise. Uh like do they have to have a relationship or can it be kind of a little bit more abstract this is the way i think that you would do it so this it, to display it's abstract grimes was once represented by rock nation i'm not sure if she Ooh. still is rock nation is jay-z's company jay-z mm. once owned some of the nets but yes. then you've got to work from the nets i i would have gone uh grimes is married to elon musk Kevin O'Connor loves Elon Musk. <laughs> Kevin O'Connor covers the NBA. The NBA where Quentin Grimes plays in. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So putting Kevin O'Connor on blast for loving Elon Musk, you should never love a billionaire. <laughs> in any situation. Rule number one. <laughs> Rule number one. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'd, have to, I'd have to agree with that. Um... <laughs> Just taking stray shots. <laughs> no, that's funny you said grass. that, Haley, because I was watching the Knicks and I couldn't stop thinking about what you told us about how Grimes, how she got her name. And that's what I was thinking about the whole time I was watching Tell Grimes play basketball. Well, Haley told us it was because she had a MySpace page and on MySpace you had to pick a genre of music and she picked Grime three times and that's why she is a plural grimes didn't you say this on the pod when i was on it last week or i remember someone told me Did this I? story maybe it was you again i but think i, I remember the story, story because vividly. i found this out two weeks ago and i literally told like five people <laughs> <laughs> every time i get a new fact that's what i do Haley like sounded like a shams blast <laughs> yeah. of like breaking i just found out why grimes is named grimes you're never gonna believe this <laughs> Um, yeah, when I was going through my nature documentary phase, <laughs> there were a lot of PSAs. <laughs> that phase hasn't ended, right? That, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. What's that, like, TikTok? It's not a phase, it's a lifestyle. And then he sings that, like, all-time low song. Sorry. All-time low, what a throwback. That's I've got one... your picture, I'm coming with you. You probably can't clear that, huh? Sorry, Harry. Can't clear that. Paper the copyright, so that much was like it. it. <laughs> All Time Low is the only band that was left off of that throwback concert. I know. I can't think of what that was called. Did you see that thing, Jordan, where it was, it was like, like all um, these old bands or bands from we our are youth? Young. We Are Young or something. I don't know. There was Wait, like was Paramore on there. On yes. I think they were. The main. I, yeah, so many. Paramore is great. It's a great band. <sighs> so good. So good. Oh, yeah. Shout out to They're making music again. Yeah, I gotta watch. I'm going to make a note. Listen to Paramore today. Listen. <laughs> there was a stretch where my only, it, this is non-India of me, but my only, my, like, top iTunes was Paramore, All Time Low, and, like, Mayday Parade or, like, Motion City Soundtrack. Oh. So, so that emo. such a specific <laughs> <Motion> time. <laughs> In our youth. Dude. Just like, oh, Hudge, budge to all my emo boys out there. <laughs> Sean, do the bangs. <laughs> I, I got a haircut recently. Let's see if I can do this. <laughs> we I guess all makes... went through that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yours okay. looks so much better than Make mine. Make sure you guys watch this on YouTube because that was <laughs> incredible. <laughs> Cut that out. No. Um, that is the snapshot. Where is it called? That's what Thumbnail. I used to look like. 
That's what thumbnail is. <laughs> That's literally what I used to look like when I was in my all-time low phase. Yeah, my Still mom didn't let phase. me cut my bangs, so I did the swoop. We all did Ooh, the swoop. Love so the swoop. So it was just like a really thick piece of hair that just went <laughs> right behind my ear with, with Bobby my skinny pin. jeans and my vans. <sighs> and the polo with yes. the tank top underneath or the polo with the polo underneath. Mm-hmm. Double yeah. polo. And the layered tank yeah. tops because you can't just wear yeah. one. So you have to wear multiple. And, and they're the like colors. past your butt. They're pulled yeah. down <laughs> so far. Yeah, that was honestly <laughs> one of the worst looks. You know, fashion is like recycled. And now we're looking around. Ooh. I'm like, wow, this is like a lot of late 90s going on. That's never, ever going to come back. No. Like they're Don't leaving that. Not even mm-hmm. ironically, not camp. That's literally never going to come back. We wore tank tops to the ground. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Those are never coming back. Ooh. Never coming back. Whew. I was thinking was in my head this back. whole time how I would connect him. And I would go Kyrie from the Nets, Duke. Because mm-hmm. in my head, if you're going to connect players, because I played this game before. College. You always go Duke. Mm, or uk but duke is an easy one too duke to rj barrett current teammates i don't think that's five actually Mm, though that's that's six or seven that's pretty good Mm. thank you okay um jordan those are are my indie rookies yeah okay okay my those are good those were good good job sean thank you um (laughs) comes natural doing it with sleep um, my indie rookie is on the Bulls, Ayo Dosumu. Mm. I am obsessed with this player. Again, I feel like the Bulls got a steal in the draft with him. He was like third round, 38th overall, their only draft. Third round. He is like a he's trying to be, which I think is appropriate like a clone of DeRozan his mid-range game is amazing and you have this like mentor you're the only rookie he's like absorbing all of it um also it's really cute DeRozan like went to his Illinois Jersey retirement and they were he was like DeRozan does this remind you of your college days he's like yeah it does I'm like oh it's like a friendship just budding in front of our eyes okay I love them but um, also, he's just a hometown kid. He's from Chicago, went to Illinois, get drafted by the Bulls. Everyone loves that story. It's perfect. Um, and I think also right now with his game, he's able to get the opportunity. You know, Caruso is hurt, which we will talk about later, my beloved Caruso. And Lonzo is hurt. And he started the last seven games averaging 14 points. And I know you were talking about TikTok, Sean. I feel like it's the, like, go little rock star. Yeah, 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 yeah. so cute. (laughs) I'm obsessed with him. And he's just a rising star. So I'm obsessed with him. I love him. I think the Bulls got a steal. And I can't wait for him to feel. I feel like this opportunity that he's getting right now with playing time is just going to catapult him into next year and the year after into like a solid career he's not gonna win rookie of the year but he is getting really good experience on this bulls team no 100 percent. he his three-point shooting is also i forget what the number is exactly but it's really high mm-hmm. um and yeah and he's doing it in like an average of not that many minutes although recently he definitely has because like you said he's um starting but yes, it's, it's, also 
same birthday as my grandma. The reason I know that is when everyone gets drafted, I look through all of their birthdays and their um, horoscopes just to see if anything really stands out. And he was born on the same day as my grandma, January 17th. Horoscope Haley. Yeah, he. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm actually surprised that he fell so low because he was like an all-American at Illinois, like one of the best mm-hmm. players in college basketball. But it's one of those things of like, you know, I could just hear like my mom or my grandma saying in the back of my head, like, everything happens for a reason. You know, you you're meant yes. to be where you're meant to be, and it's like, yeah, the, the, he. It's so perfect for him to be in Chicago, and I don't think he would have thrived in any other team, and like per chance spiritually or not like he got playing time like significant playing time and was like needed and i I just think it's so great for his career and i'm glad that he's thriving like he seems like such a good dude and you mentioned the like budding bromance between him and derozan like i was like watching a bulls game and the one of the like sideline reporters was like yeah like derozan's taking him under the wings and wanting to like make him great and i'm like god a shout out to DeRozan for being one of the like most real players in the league and most genuine dudes. And then shout out to Aya who's like getting this great let like you know feedback and and teaching. Like it's just a perfect fit. It really is. I know. I I love that. He's taking him under his wing and it's I the Illinois coach like came up to DeRozan when he, he Io was getting his jersey retired and he's like, "You know the hug and then the arms in and he's like whispering in his ear and he's like just take him under his wing. He's going to follow everything that you do. And DeRozan's like, yeah, I got him. I'm like, what? I start tearing up. So I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I love him. And he's going to skyrocket into great things. Mm. I love this continuation, too, of what DeRozan did in Toronto, just mentor-wise. Mm-hmm. Like, him and Kyle Lowry had to have been the best older brother duo you could have. Um and a lot of young Raptors did extremely well while they were both there. So I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, mine is not indie. Yeah, it's not indie. So I feel kind of bad. My other option's not indie either. I was I mean, just we doing know, it Haley, to slight you're pretty, you're, pretty ma- you're pretty mainstream. So I don't, it's not a slight. <laughs> I was going to say Kaminga's <laughs> indie just so Harry. <laughs> Just to see Harry's expression. Um, But I do think we should talk about Josh Giddey, who is not indie. He was the sixth overall pick. When we were talking last episode about best hair out of this rookie class, I do think we should at least mention and consider him strongly. Um, But beyond that, that? what? It bounces. Yeah. How does it bounce like that? What is the product? Like, how does it make sense gravitationally? That Mm -hmm. is excellent root health. Mm. To have that kind of volume and bounce, he's probably multiple times a week, just like bamboo brush. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Just massaging the scalp. Or he uses a shampoo that does not have any buildup because that's how your scalp, that's how your hair gets weighed down. Scalp buildup. I I bet if someone like, if you get like a reporter, you get like a press, presser access and you ask him that question, I bet knowing like the vibes Giddy gives us, he's like, I don't do anything. Yeah, I just I barely No, shower. he definitely doesn't do anything. He's yeah. <laughs> I don't even shower. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to just cut you off, but it's yeah, his hair is great. Um youngest player in NBA to get a triple double. So there's a lot of things he's continuing on with the Thunder. Um also he just has what SGA has too, which is like his teammates already trust him. You already get that sense he's gonna set you up. Um 
after they played the Mavs, which now was a bit ago, Jason Kidd was like, you can see that his teammates cut really hard for him because they know that there's a good possibility he's going to find them. Not only is he looking for them, but he already has the pose to find poise. Post might also no. Let's go with boys to find boys. them. Um, and my other favorite thing. Let me pull up the exact stat. He's averaging over seven rebounds as a guard, plus the oh. over six assists he averages. The assists are leading the rookie class currently. Um, but the last time I checked, the rebounds are second to only Evan Mobley. Josh wow. Yeah. All man. around, all around guy. Um, head to toe. So anyway, that is my pick. He's not indie, so I'm sorry, but like Sean said, I am actually kind of mainstream. Like sometimes Sean will send me a band and be like, let's go to this concert, and I'll think it's a joke. What was the one you said the other day? <laughs> I swear you're making up some of those fucking uh, band names. There's I, no I don't way. Remember, but you always say like that's a fake band name. It's not um, real. It's al- he's always like, let's go to the wooden lampshades. It's like <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, it gets worse every single time. They're not real. No, you you picking Giddy as your indie rookie is like you like five years later being like, you guys hear this bony Ver guy? He's like <laughs> so sick. Like I I don't know if you guys have heard of him. Like, I was gonna really do good. Kaminga as as it like as a joke, but then <laughs> I ended up I just want to do Josh Giddy. Um, no offense to Kaminga and, and Josh Giddy, great on TikTok. Mm. Is he exceptional on TikTok? Okay. We just did a video on the Buckets YouTube channel rating the best NBA TikTokers and Giddy. You better was a, plug a that a little high. louder. Yes. Buckets YouTube pl- channel, <laughs> NBA S tier TikTokers. But Giddy does the Drake audio. Like, don't tell me to breathe, breathe. He does that like nightly on a nightly basis. Um, maybe he just like Drake. I'm going to look it up. You know, the Drake after like the, the audio of him after the Raptors won. He's like, don't mm. tell me to breathe. Why are you tell me to breathe? Breathe. Oh, okay. I'm I'm butchering it, obviously, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, that sounds good. Also, with Giddy, like a family of hoopers. His mom is a hooper. Mm. Dad a hooper. Sister plays basketball. He plays basketball. It's just like I didn't know that. All hoopers, all around. Yep. I'll Remember that commercial, the Hoopers, hoopers? <laughs> the State Farm commercial, the Hoopers. There's a family of hoopers. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, we can get into commercials. That's like a very niche window of my expertise. Yeah. Like, we can go on and on about that later. Later. I have a lot of issues with the State Farm um, in particular. I just feel like the continuity is off on a lot of them, but we can talk about that again oh, I have another thoughts time. Too. Oh, my yeah. God. So many thoughts. Another time. Yeah, that's we were, a whole bonus We were episode. thinking about <laughs> recording a happy hour and putting it on YouTube called Under the Spinfluence. So maybe we'll just do that and it'll just be about the State now Farm. That's a name. If you don't have players on the field with the right skills, whether it's breakaway speed or elite playmaking ability, you're going to have a tough time winning. The same goes for your business. Indeed is a fast, simple way to make sure you're hiring MVPs. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash spinsters. Offer valid through March 31st. If you're hiring, you need Indeed. Because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements, or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. 
Go to Indeed.com slash spinsters to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed partners with you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Indeed.com slash spinsters. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner has a product I use every morning first thing when I wake up or when my dog wakes me up. It's Athletic Greens, which is essentially a bunch of supplements and probiotics and words that sound made up, they're so healthy, like adaptogens, all mixed into one green scoop, which I can mix into water in the morning and carry around with me as I start the day. I started using Athletic Greens because I'm lazy. This is a wonderful endorsement so far, and I didn't want to take a bunch of vitamins in the morning. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash spin. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash spin to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Let's <laughs> Wait, go Harden since we have, a, we have a, a Harden fan in our presence in Sean, who's a Rockets fan if you haven't, if you don't know that already. Sean, why I still you love give James your, Harden. <clears throat> I'm, yeah, I'm sure. You, why don't you give your Twitter? I don't think we did that last time. Just at Sean you. You know where to find me. Dude, hood's food. You know where to find me. <laughs> um, James Harden, the vibes are <laughs> oh while you guys just you know settle in on that. Um why <laughs> the the vibes are definitely off of James Harden because I feel like he he signed a lease with his three friends and was like, This is gonna be great. I'm gonna be living with like two of my best friends. We got this sick house. We have like all these great neighbors. We are landlords, awesome, blah 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 blah. And then he's like, "Well, the one dude's never there. He never pays rent. He he only shows up when I make food, and is not appreciative. And then the other one is just like too good, and I, you know I don't get to spend any quality time with him. It, it's it's but like, he's also sick a lot. And he's also sick a lot. In this yeah. metaphor, <laughs> like he's also in just this, hanging out in his in room a lot. Metaphor, he's not coming. <laughs> it's yeah, the roommate not... who has mono in college on a daily <laughs> basis. And you're like, mono again? Uh, again? Who are you kissing? You know, it's like that's that's kind of the vibes. But I feel I, honestly, I feel bad for the man because he started off the season playing really poorly, and I think a lot of the ref rules, the change was a, a big struggle for him and a big adjustment period. But also, like, you saw that it worked last year when the three of them were playing together. It's just yep. they're never playing together. And so right. I remember seeing the thing. It was like um, someone – like I think the, it was on the Buckets Instagram post, not to, not to plug it again. But they were like – it was a quote from Kyrie or James being like – well, it was, I think it was a quote from Kyrie being like, well, of course he's going to love playing with us. We're going to help him take the load off. And then you see the lineup, and it's like James Harden, Patty Mills, like uh, DeAndre Bembry, and yeah. like Nick Claxton. You're like he's this is just a, 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 a like a deja vu for James Harden. The load is on. Yeah, the like, load, the load is on, and he's not getting any management. And I feel I feel terrible for him, and I, he has every right to want to leave. It's not what he was promised. <clears throat> I feel bad for him too. Um, yeah. 
I'll read the actual report. This is what happened. Jake Fisher from SI said Harden has recently informed several confidants, including former teammates and coaches, of his interest in exploring other opportunities outside of Brooklyn this summer. Um, so there's a lot of words in there. Um, this summer being very important. It's not saying he wants to be traded right away. Several confidants. Here's the thing. I know that James Harden denied it. I know that Steve Nash said that he talked to Harden and he denied it, which like obviously denied. If he went through the media, why would he, he's not going to tell you if he went through the media, but the big thing denied Jesus. You don't think that James Harden's going to deny Steve Nash. Come on now. Sorry. That's Hi. literally one of those tweets on Twitter. Is like, you guys are playing Wordle. You should be listening to the Lordle. Lordle. <laughs> <I hate you. laughs> um, there's a. This is never a lie. Like, unless it's that one guy. I forget what his like big business or I forget what his uh Twitter app was. But like, this is never a lie. If somebody's quote unquote leaking something to the media, it means Harden or his agent was like, hey, I need you guys to uh, tell him this, and so he can release it. If you're someone like Jake Fisher, you work at SI, you work at, you know, you're Tim McMahon, you're, I always say his last name fast because I don't know how to say it. Um, Brian Winhorst, Woj, these things aren't ever made up. It's because you have an established relationship with the player and with their agents. So they mm-hmm. know when they shake your hand, like he's getting information from them in exchange for doing this, which begs the question, if he's not trying to leave right now, then why would he drop this now? Mm. That I, That's so interesting because I'm sure you guys saw what's going around Twitter, the last press conference where the reporter basically asked Harden about these quote-unquote reports, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've never heard it. There's no reports. Of course I like New York. Of course I like it here. And I was like, well, first, that was very cringy. Two, it's like... <laughs> It is the timing. Like, the trade deadline is happening. Why would he leave before the trade deadline? He's been telling everybody he wants to win a championship. He knows what it's like when all three roommates are there and they're playing, work, like, puzzles together. Like, it's great when that happens. So I, I'm with you. I don't know why now. And it doesn't really make sense with where they are in the season and the standings, like, I, I don't get it, and I don't get why he would even want to leave in, in the first place. I don't know where else he would go. I think that's that's an interesting question. Like for this next summer, it seems like he loved Houston for a lot of reasons, and like one. Of, okay, so actually the Jake Fisher thing, he listed a couple of reasons why he's unhappy. One of them was he he's not loving New York. He felt like he was what your word did he use? It was so funny, like a magnate in Houston. Um, <laughs> magnite. Um, yeah. and uh, like you know, small pond, big fish type thing. So then the Philly rumors, like perhaps, um, that's definitely smaller than New York. But I think the other thing uh, that kind of answers the why not question is what Sean was saying. Part of Jake's report was that he's very frustrated with Kyrie only playing half the games and he's not happy with how Steve Nash is handling multiple things, including uh, the fourth quarter and who plays in crunch time, because right now he's kind of going with whoever's been doing well in the game instead of just putting out um, a solid unit. This is why you do this, right? Who among us has not done this? Like, you know, told someone something to get someone else to change their behavior instead of just changing going to the person like head on 
he's like, hey, can you tell this person to tell this Ugh. person that I want Kyrie to do more or I'm going to leave next summer because I'm not happy? You know what I mean? But Got Kyrie's it. not going yeah, to get vaccinated. Sense. He's not. No, he's not. He's, he's waited this long. There's absolutely no way. Now, what's going to happen in the playoffs? That's when he might go. Even if they win and it's like mm-hmm. you are barely hanging on because KD, um, God bless him, is just not always – he's not Anthony Davis in terms of unreliability in, you know, with health, but he's not someone I would always think is going to – he's not going to play every game in, this, in mm-hmm. the playoffs. He's right. not, by no we fault of that. his own. Mm-hmm. He's just got a long, lanky body. Like, that's just how it goes, you know? Um, things are bound to bend and snap, but I – Maybe we shouldn't say snap. Nice. I'm gonna knock on my table. Um, and pendants. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's that's why I, I was didn't like, do that on purpose. Yeah, I thought you did that on purpose. I didn't do that on purpose. Um, <laughs> I, I was report, thinking Haley? about. I was hesitating to say snap because that just sounded so graphic. And he has Oof. struggled. You know, things have snapped on him before. I think James is seeing the future and understanding that it's gonna be a long, grueling playoffs for James and James alone. Mm-hmm. And that it's going to, again, be another thing on his legacy. Because his thing on his legacy is always like, you can't do it in the playoffs. You can't do it in the playoffs. And this is a James Harden who came back extremely early on a hamstring injury last year just to be a warm body to help KD out. And they took the Bucks to seven. And it's, you know, I don't think people talk about that enough of him literally, you know, risking damage on a hamstring um, to just play in a game. And all he was doing was kind of passing. And he, he did enough to just be somebody but he shouldn't have played right and mm-hmm. and then you combine that with Kyrie who's just refusing to get the vaccine and being really selfish and and James was a very selfless player in that playoffs and he's like probably seeing of like I'm gonna get Kyrie for every other game in the playoffs and there's no flow there um I'm gonna be the one to take all the blame because no one's gonna blame KD he's one of the best players in the world and you know objectively everyone knows that if KD gets hurt then it's just on James and James, I think just hates the the media narrative that's always around him and knows that it, it's probably going to be more of the same if he doesn't start saying all this stuff ahead of time. I think he's just mm. trying to get ahead of it in a way to protect his image and to make sure that the next team that decides to get him like wants him rather than seeing the lasting image of him like struggling in the playoffs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So because good. also that's the thing, like with the playoffs, it's not just about winning. I'm sure that's extreme. That's the reason why he's like, I'm still in this. Obviously, I want to win. And we have a real chance. We have the best chance, technically, of any team. But he has a reputation in the playoffs that just can't be fun, even if he doesn't himself believe it. Like, his reputation in the playoffs is that he's terrible. And then he chokes. And so mm-hmm. he's, you know, got other people by his side, you know, or he thought he did when he forced the trade. And now he actually does not have those people by his side to overcome this narrative if he needs their help. And to your point, yeah, it's every other game, you know, oh my God, we're going back to Brooklyn. Kyrie's not going to be with us. Home games are so important in the playoffs. They change everything. That is your chance to swing it or to cement a lead or anything. And home games are actually going to be a weakness for them because Kyrie's not going to be able to play in them. And Brooklyn's an awful home game environment. There is no real like personality to the Brooklyn crowd. It's really boring. It's really quiet, even in the playoffs. So great floor. 
Right. It's just they're just playing road games. <laughs> he's he's basically playing road games throughout the playoffs, and he it's just it, uh, definitely a daunting fear for James. I can tell. And when yeah. it go when it's a home game and it's a game seven must win situation, and then it's again it falls on Harden. If it's great, if they win, then he's a hero. If they lose, it's all his fault, and it's like. Well, I didn't have the people that I thought I was going to battle with. And that's just, it's, yeah, it's kind of not fair. All right. I feel you guys have convinced me why this is all happening now. <laughs> I understand. Where were yeah. you originally? Where were you originally? What was your like mindset heading in? I was just, news? I was like, wait, what reports? Who are these confidants? They don't mm. know. I was just oblivious. <laughs> There was that I saw no, that I video going around of, of Perkins, Kendrick Perkins being like, I have it on good authority that and I've heard he's like, I heard this directly that James wants out and wants to go to Philly. And I'm like, OK, like what sources does Perk have? And then hearing all these other reports, I'm like, oh, my God, maybe Perk does have sources. Because <laughs> yeah. haven't you ever told your friend when you want something to get out? Have you you know, you tell your friend who will get it out. You Always. know, you don't even have to ask them. I'm thinking, who are my confidants? Well, there's confidants. This is not, this is a confidant. Who's Freddie's confidant that you don't know about? <laughs> yeah, let me, let me, let me think about this a little more. <laughs> Jordan's rethinking everything. You've got confidants and then you've got confident, confidants who will leak stuff. And then you've got just people who will leak stuff who think they're your sources. confidants. Yeah. Close sources. But like there are, them. there's levels to this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Re real friends. How many of them? <laughs> but he also said former coaches. And so was, that's what Jake Fisher said. Former coaches and teammates. I'm like, is that D'Antoni? Because they left things on kind of weird terms. Isn't D'Antoni on the staff too? Wasn't he on the net staff for a little? He was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. Mm. The mystery continues. Yeah. Um, the next vibes are off. Um, you guys want to do Grayson Allen or Steph Curry? Oh, my God. If we, if we do Grayson Allen, uh, Jordan or Sean, you're going to have to take us through it because I my face will turn red. <laughs> set a, yeah, yeah, set I, a timer. <laughs> I, I, we could do the Grayson Allen thing and we could keep – it's just, you know, for, for those who aren't familiar, Grayson Allen fouled Alex Caruso um, and it got called a flagrant two and uh, he was ejected, and then Alex Caruso played throughout the game, but you found out he, like, fractured his wrist. And then Grayson Allen, or the Bucks gave an apology defending Grayson Allen. They didn't actually apologize. They defended Grayson Allen, saying it wasn't a dirty play, um, which is rare for, you know, a franchise to get ahead of the news like that instead of just being asked later on. And then Grayson Allen apologized on his personal Discord um, to an audience of... Grayson Allen who. has a personal Discord. He has a Discord. I I can read his apology, and I I've gone through some issues with Bucks fans because they tried to, um, they 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 try to attack me and Concepcion for saying I I said. Oh, Bucks uh, fans are the worst. No offense and if I you're said, a Bucks yeah. fan. Like I hope you're the exception, but Bucks fans are. That's the first death threat I ever got. Yeah, no, the they're, they're all awful. And that guy and, also, um, he was like, "Oh, I hope you get raped." Yeah, Bucks. no, Bucks fans suck. So, so yeah. here's Grayson Allen's two, apology two on his on his Discord chat. Um, okay, wait, can we just stop? He has a Discord 
yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. like when Jeremy Renner had an app that was just about Jeremy Renner updates. Whoa, whoa. Hey, don't no. hate on the Renner app. Come on now. <laughs> Did you know the other day Harry told me I looked like Jeremy Renner? That's rude. <laughs> so rude that's Harry, like don't my look friend surprised. yes you did i wrote it down because i was like i don't want to forget this i think i told me told it uh, my friend uh told a girl that he was into that she he she looked like kathy griffin and we were, and then she like ran away and we were like he's like i don't know what i said he's like what'd you say he's like she looked like kathy griffin we we're like do you know who kathy griffin is he's like yeah i thought it was and he just thought of the wrong person i think he meant like kelly ripa um but she didn't talk to him again <laughs> Yeah. So here's here's great here's Grayson Allen's apology. I have it up because we've been discussing him. Um, also to this point, I stood at half court watching till he got up to see if he was okay. Then when I was back by our bench, a teammate made a joke and laughed. I wasn't laughing at the foul. In response to s- the footage of him smirking mm. in the bench, it was in- it was very unfortunate how it played out. I jumped to block it with my left, and as I'm spinning, went to grab the ball with my right. Hard a uh, hand. It was a hard not throw him down. It was a really hard fall, and I'm glad he's okay. If I could do the play over again, knowing he'd fall like that, I wouldn't make the play. Like, shut the fuck up, you <laughs> you dirty-ass purse player. You, you Like, who are you lying to talking to literally, like, people who you know love? Concepcion's Concepcion got crushed for this, and it was one of the best tweets ever. It was like, I get it if I'm a Bucks fan. I'd probably be defending my player. But it's like saying, this is the one murder Ted Bundy didn't do. And it's like, yeah, like, this it's guy so has a history. It's he has a, a history. history. It's not like this is a one-off for his first offense. There's a history here going all the way back to, I think, college, right? Like, he's Oh, to college. This. this happened during two Louisville games. Yeah. Donovan mm, Mitchell is here today despite Grayson Allen. And then they had to be <laughs> teammates. The strength. The, the, and the and Bucks strength. fans are out of their minds. They've been. They, I, I just dropped this tweet in the chat. They've been um, sharing pictures of Grayson Allen with his dog, being like, "This is the guy y'all hating on." By the way, is oh the my no. god! And, and and shout out to Jason Concepcion who responded to that in a group chat saying, "Shit, Hitler loved dogs." You know, like <laughs> what is loving dogs does not mean you're not a dirty player. Like, yeah, I, the, but these fans are hit, so delusional. Never go full Hitler comp. I'm calling CPA on that dog, though. Yeah, like maybe the dog's what? a dirty player too. No, that dog's so cute. Yeah, it's a really cute dog. But Damn, that's yeah, a cute uh, dog. It, it's, it What's is, its uh, name? The whole thing's fascinating. Oh, more interested in his dog than Grayson Allen. Yeah. So also, cute. Don't mess with Grayson. my Caruso. I was so. Oh. That's the whole thing. Is like Caruso you're going high. to mess with a universally beloved loved. player. Oh. Yes. He was a we Laker, and people still love him. I got no, replies right. on my tweet, which I deleted. I took the the picture of the Charlottesville riot protests, and I said, Bucks fans defending Grayson Allen. Oh, and people were like, <laughs> I had to delete the tweet, obviously. But people were like, what are you talking about? Alex Crusoe's also white. Like, this isn't. And I was like, first off, oh, no. first off, Alex Crusoe is not as white as you would imagine. I think he is uh, respected by many cultures more so than Grayson Allen. Also, like white on white crime? No, it was a dirty play. Like I don't know what these these did the fans. It was it was extreme. If you haven't seen it, I suggest you watch it. It's an awful play. Or just trust us and don't watch it because it is upsetting. And I think that the point that Bucks fans were making was since he's been in the league, he hasn't even gotten a technical foul. He has a history of this. It's not like he has not made dirty plays in the league. You cannot do what he did. 
How long yeah. were we mad at um Harry, who was the big who did that in in the Warriors closed out too close? Which big Zaza? was that? Zaza. That was Zaza. You guys Zaza. had like three but you had JaVale. Yeah, okay. That was for a long time. Everyone was mad at him too, myself included. Mm. It was dirty. Don't this is the whole thing. We're They made a rule out of it. They made a rule yeah. out of it. That is no longer the NBA. Right? Like before no basketball. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Um yeah, and that's all I have to say about that. God, that guy makes me mad. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go on to someone who makes me sad, Steph Curry. <laughs> Dark um, odd. On the rundown, Harry, producer Harry, the Warriors fan, said <laughs> that, that Steph Curry's shooting bad on purpose, in parentheses, performance art. <laughs> um, yes, Real so in January. On that news on that news right there. That's. Yes. Love that. Um, I looked at the January numbers. In January, Steph Curry is shooting 36.5% overall and 29.1% from three. I will just point out real quick, um, that is worse than what Russ is shooting in both departments on the season. No. (laughs) No. I'm just going to say that. I had to rip the Band-Aid off and now put on some rubbing alcohol. Um, I saw this tweet that said his shooting numbers this season look like concert dates. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dang. It was like one for 13, two for five. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> All right. Also, I'm sorry. Harry looks um, so sad right now. It's okay, Harry. He's the best shooter on the planet. He'll get over it. The last technical thing I'll say to to set up this conversation is that I've looked at a couple of charts, um, those beautiful charts that people do on the Internet, um, and it looks like he's had the most trouble head on above the break, which you could see if you were watching him like that one's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, which used to be a, an extremely comfortable shot for him. And then also slightly to the right if you're facing the basket, um, which I hadn't picked up so mm. much. Anyway, um, I have a couple theories. Before we get into them, Harry, would you like to say anything? Yeah. Um, two things come to mind. One is um, the, which we are going to get to later, the the um, woman on Jeopardy is from Oakland. And she was kind of the star of Oakland for the last month and a half. And I do think that, you know, if you're Steph, you love the – Oakland community, you want to take a back seat, kind of let Amy do her thing. Um, That's a good theory. One of my theories yeah. also includes Jeopardy. I'll say it. Different Jeopardy. Okay. Uh, no, my, my actual honest take is I think that he gets so many of his good looks from Draymond. And with him out, it's like it, he just gets the, the, you know, whatever the three open shots a game that he would get from Draymond, he doesn't get. That's fair. And then that he just – is and this is the real like real homer crazy take is that like he's still playing well like that just him getting the two people to go at him and 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 opening up that like little high pick and roll slip screen is like better than a three <laughs> so those are my two uh keep takes. thinking that harry that's if that's what helps <laughs> you sleep i'm with it <laughs> jordan do you have any um yes I have theories, theories or concerns 
Um, my theory is that him and Aisha just launched a new HBO show called About Last Night, which is like this kind of horny couples game night type thing. But it also looks kind of fun. But I think he that was like a little distracting um, for him whenever they were filming it and also just the press leading up to it. So I think right. Aisha... Um, kind of made him do that and release it mid-season and it might be a little bit of a distraction so that's my thing that makes me uncomfy mm, yeah certainly some people i just don't want to i don't want to think about them having sex you don't want them to kiss and tell yeah keep it i have a theory as well and i think um i think this is i believe in balance i believe the world's all about balance and um, I think if you um, do something great, like becoming the all-time leader in threes, um, you, and then you follow that up by um, going away from your general humble personality and start wearing T-shirts that say you're that has your number, and and then you say comments like, "Now I can finally say I'm the best shooter ever," and you do that for like two, three weeks after you've done the record. I think the world's going to balance you out and uh, put you in this slump to bring you back to earth saying like you're still human mm. um, because those t-shirts Sorry, are corny as hell. I can see hell. the breath coming out of your yeah. nose. Like literally. <laughs> Look, those t-shirts were corny. Um, and I just like Steph's whole brand is being the wholesome, humble guy. Mm. And the the moment he stepped away from that in the, in the midst of doing something remarkable that everyone already knows is remarkable – so the moment you step away from that, the world's going to bring you back to your to earth, and this is what's happening now. Uh, yeah, that's that's completely legitimate. Um, yeah, both of them are. Um, okay, I have a couple. <laughs> I like theories. that you just disregard Harry's theory. <laughs> <laughs> I said both. Yeah, as in all three. Yeah, yeah, me and. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Draymond thing actually, I'll take. The, I, have legit, on I have Draymond on my list. I had Draymond on my list. Like that actually makes a lot of sense, and that kind of goes into my first, which is just a, a very literal, practical. Steph is tired. He's thirty three. He needs. This is like the most essential time for him to have the teammates that we've deemed necessary for this great Warriors existence. Um, he's had to carry two seasons without Clay, even though Clay is, you know getting back on mm -hmm. his own time which he absolutely should it's not just about this moment right now where he's having to deal with what do i do um in the midst of draymond not being here while clay's recovering it's also backlogged so there's mm. the years that he had to carry it without clay entirely and then there's also what's came before that which is Years and years and years of going absolutely the furthest you can in the playoffs, playing the most games, building a career on that is very exhausting. Um, I do think it all adds up, adds up. He's also playing the most minutes per game since the 2013-14 season with 34.6. Um, mm -hmm. And not only has he had the personnel shortages this year, again, he's had them his entire career. So he's playing more than ever. This is echoing what LeBron was doing with the Lakers two years ago. There's an argument to just say the entire time. Um, but it is difficult, and you do need people around you who are at a position where they are fully ready to help. Um, they have so many exciting young players to help, but to not really like be his equal. Um, 
in terms of contribution. And without Clay, you were, of course, doing more on defense, even as Clay is building up to everything he used to do. But you're also doing way more on offense. Like you said, um, Harry, without Draymond, that provides like he's having to do a lot more for himself. And while he's doing it for himself, when Clay isn't in or wasn't in, like he's also not getting the distraction. Like he would defend or distract defenders like crazy. I think that's the most practical thing. Number two, seasonal depression. Mm, Mm. Relatable. Where are the circus shots? Where's the joy? We're not getting any of it anymore. Right? Mm. Okay. Mm. Number three. This is the Matt Amadoi. Amodio. (laughs) Why did I pronounce that wrong? Ever since I've had COVID, my brain will just short circuit. Uh-oh. Like, it, no, it really will. I've talked to my sister about this, and, like, she, you just forget things, and then you blank, and then you wake up, and it's like, that's so Raven. <laughs> and I you're pulled out that. of the... Okay. The Matt Amo, Amodio. Matt Amodio theory. Um, blue. Do you guys Amadio, watch Jeopardy? Sorry. I did not watch Jeopardy. I'm sorry. Harry, you watch Jeopardy. I watch Jeopardy. You know Matt. Um, okay. So this actually goes back further. There's James Holhauser theory is also that predated um, this, but Matt's is worse. Matt was on a 38-game win streak. Nuts. Like very, very close to being the top player. James also monetarily, he was only on a 33-game win streak, but monetarily was very, very close to breaking some of Ken's records, right? If he just would keep going for a little bit. Matt was in last place entering Final Jeopardy. Weird, right? But he's four. I mean, like, that's just the whole thing with, with these players is that you have to understand, like, even with Amy, as Harry was saying, the most recent um, longtime winner who was wildly exited last night like I just I'm still having trouble coming to terms with it and I applying the Matt Amodio if you sing it it's easier um theory to that too of what happened to her is that you throw it um so Matt was in last place he was like 4k behind the leader barely under 4k behind second place he bets half of his 10k that he has the math doesn't math it's not Mm. adding up like the final bets for what he did and for what james did are just ridiculous james got his final jeopardy question i can't remember exactly what it was but it was something shakespearean matt missed his i could ask anybody on the street the question that he missed Mm. it was so disappointing you guys want me to ask it to you no, I no I'm worried. I, I'm worried I won't get it and be embarrassed. <laughs> I but I, I would totally get it, Haley, if you asked me. So just just know that I would get it. Okay. Well, I'm just gonna read it anyway because I know you guys. Oh, are, like it's it's honestly ridiculous. You don't have to answer. I'll just give the answer. Okay. Final Jeopardy question that Matt missed. Matt, who won 38 straight games, Nazi Germany annexed this nation and divided it into regions of the Alps and the Don. Oh, I do know this. 
whatever. The Allies later divided it into four sectors. Austria. Everybody knows that. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. literally. Also, he was so strong in geography and history. And, and, and you know, it, it, it's a credit of, like, maintaining greatness is really difficult. And sometimes people just want a day off. And in Jeopardy is the case is like you don't get a day off. It's just nonstop. No, you literally have to you have to tape multiple times a day. You're staying in a hotel. You're away from your family. Who else is playing multiple times a week at the highest level and away from their families? Steph Curry, NBA players, Mm. a.k.a. the Jeopardy theory. Steph is tired of it. He got this amazing landmark of being the greatest shooter of all time very technically statistically but also like we all know in actuality he knows that we know and he's tired the jeopardy theory he's throwing it in maybe just till the end of the season wow also since we go ahead like i I don't think he'd he imagined this team being that good and so i think he has he knows he has games that they can lose to then still Mm. put it on the playoffs when everything comes together yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think it's gonna be ironic that like his record-breaking season might be his worst shooting season. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> like when yeah. he breaks the record, he's actually not shooting that great. I don't know. That's gonna be funny if that's how it ends up. This is my question for you guys because I have a thought, but I don't know if I'm just. Um, it's been too many years. Do you think his stroke looks any different? I don't think so. No, I don't. I think I still believe every time he shoots it, it's going to go in. Like every time he shoots, it's a surprise that he misses it, especially from the spots that you were saying, Haley, like right past half court, right on the top of the key. It's like, oh, it's it's automatic. So it's just something just a little. It's like a little glitch in the NBA shooting realm. If yeah, the, the stroke the is so perfect, like it's in your legs. Yeah, the shot looks it's normal. In your legs. I think it's also the point you brought up. Is like we haven't seen a pregame routine video in in God knows how long, and and maybe the the, the, the stroke joy. looks fine, but the joy it's the joy it's not there. Seasonal depression. Mm. Um, yeah. I didn't notice this until now, but Harry also wrote in the vibes are off. Um, that Amy lost last mm-hmm. night in Jeopardy. Um, Amy Schneider all timer. What a legend. Her run was amazing. Um, She went the furthest that any woman has. Um, She's also a trans woman. So shout out to that. Like this is so iconic in so many ways. But the ability she had to just jump around a board and whether it was sports, flowers, concrete, like Greek history. It was she she knew everything. I watched she would every also night with my uncle. People. Like oh, she, she would embarrass people. Embarrass people. Like it would be like forty thousand dollars. Yeah, six hundred, yeah. six hundred. <laughs> like, go, is there like highlights savage. of this? Oh yeah, I'll I send think you so on YouTube. Yeah, okay. she's a legend. She's a legend. Um, cool. If like I would go upstairs for a couple minutes, I would come back downstairs. My uncle would be like, "She's already run away with it." Not even the first commercial break. Anyway, no last legend. night Jeopardy theory. I knew something was wrong. Yeah, you right don't away. buy it, right? You don't. You don't buy that she lost. Actually, Not like, at all. Yeah. There are two categories. One of them was the Carolinas, right? 
Yamahalas, Easy Money. The second one was, what else did she miss? Oh, this one that was like book titles and it was mashed up together. So there was a word in the middle that was a blank. And then the first word was a book title that was two words. And the second letter of that was the first letter of the okay. lower book. Yeah. Something that she should get, you know, easily. 100%. I was like, you think I haven't watched every single game of yours. But then it started getting like weird, like very obvious. And again, this is in the very, very beginning. So I was like, the vibes are off. For example, in the Carolinas, they were like the bird, the, the state bird of South Carolina is this one, and the state bird of North Carolina is this one. And it was in a picture. It was a fucking cardinal. I know I'm from Kentucky. Everyone knows what a cardinal is. It's a red bird. Silence. Absolute wow. silence. There were uh, like the whole book category. I was like, this is literally so easy. I'm getting every single one of these didn't mm. ring into a single one she was tired she was tired and then final jeopardy which is her weakness i think she calculated this so she tried to make it look like she didn't throw the game because she got to final jeopardy everyone knows that's her weakness she did not get the answer um how much money did she throw up you're not fooling me girl like you're not fooling me didn't know what a card i, I love this didn't anyway i'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset, but I'm happy for her. She's a hero. Come on, Spencers, please. Yeah, come, yeah, on Spencers. come on, Spencers. Like literally, she knows so much about basketball. Love that. That would actually be really fun. We should. She we got should almost every basketball card. Yeah, it was amazing. There was a My football category Jeopardy yesterday. Or when the like the nerd nerds don't know sports and it's like oh, the yes. easiest sports questions <laughs> yeah. and it's like yeah, those are my this too. player is nicknamed the king and won a championship <laughs> in Cleveland and they're like the nerds are all like Michael, Michael Jordan, Jordan. Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah. It's like that God a, damn it. She was so legendary because she knew she literally knew this all the sports questions. Like baseball, there was this one that was like a crazy stat thing and she knew it. There was a football category last night that she got almost all of them in, but she missed um, she missed a she missed Johnny Unitas, which personally hurt because of Louisville mm. Louisville legend. Um, but and also there's a Tom Brady question that uh, another woman got, but everyone would have got the Tom Brady question. But yeah, that is a great. That's a really special thing when they don't get that or there's like a <laughs> Beyonce category. Like one time yeah. there was a whole Beyonce one. I got every single one of them. They were like. I, that's my okay. favorite is the silence and then you hear eh, eh. <laughs> <laughs> this legendary football player is known as the goat and has won more super bowls than anyone uh ray i don't know ray lewis <laughs> <laughs> whatever the opposite of jeopardy is that's what i would be good at trivia i get so sweaty i just <laughs> in the moment it's like, I probably do know it, but spotlight's yeah. on. Whoo, straight out my brain. I can't do it. So it, it actually trivia. makes me nervous to watch Jeopardy because I have secondhand <laughs> embarrassment. So I can't actually watch those shows. So it's the highlight condensed game version of Amy's run. I would love to watch. So I'll be looking that up on YouTube. But yeah, hey, I'll we? send it to you. Should we end it there? The vibes are off, guys. The vibes yeah. Are, off. are you sure the you don't want to talk about Jordan Peterson on Joe Rogan crying about seeing oh someone God. play the guitar? Me and Jordan Absolutely did a not. Jordan Peterson deep dive yesterday and discovered the time that his daughter sent him a bikini pic on Twitter. 
We learned way what? too much. Way too yeah, much. Yeah, I don't know. You guys are gonna have to Google that. The vibes were too yeah. off. <laughs> too Just off don't wear... to talk about. <laughs> we will. The, the vibes are off when you're wearing a suit to do the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. Obje- superficially, and not even again the nitty gritty. Why the fuck are you wearing a bow tie on on that that dude's podcast? I don't get it. it makes me mad. Um, I was at the dentist yesterday, and I was like checking out or whatever. And we were talking. I forget what we were talking about, but someone was like, "Do you go to the dentist weekly?" (laughs) Actually, I've have had some issues. (laughs) Sorry, literally. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I have go to the dentist as long as you want. Well, my old dentist fucked up. My old dentist messed me up, and so now the new dentist is fixing me, but she's like, there's too much to do in one day. <laughs> I literally almost got locked jaw yesterday. Like, it's so hard for me from all the work they did. But anyway, um, I was leaving, and she was like, oh, I just love that Joe Rogan. I was like, ooh. No. And then the other girl said, yeah, my sons listen to him all the time. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, anyway, and I put my mask like, on. Now I need a new dentist. <laughs> no, I let her. I love them. I love them. He's got the Ooh, how many, more, how many more teeth do you have than me? Are you going to the dentist as much, you shark? I do have a perfect smile. That's true. Okay, well, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> please, please keep leaving us uh, voicemails. Send us voicemails. We love them about whatever you want, but also not about Joe Rogan, but about what vibes are off in your life. We'd love to talk you through them. 502-874-4453 or send us an email at spinsters at bluewirepods.com. Spinsters is hosted by me, Jordan Liggins, and Haley O'Shaughnessy. This episode was produced by Isabel Joycelyn, Harry Krinsky, Alex Ward, Ashley Zhao, and me. Our production coordinator is Devin Shepard, and our executive producers are Peter Moses, John Yells, and Haley. Hey, Haley and Jordan. Um, This is Chantal from San Francisco. Um, So a few episodes back, you actually asked me to call in with any stories about your producer, Harry, since I went to high school with him. Um, Hi, Harry. Um, So Harry was a senior when I was a sophomore, and he was like a cool upperclassman, Um, although we did have some overlap. Um, but I think the most memorable thing about him from high school was that he would drive to school every day in this, like, giant, bright blue Toyota F3 Cruiser, um, and everyone in school knew that it was his car, to the point where, like, still to this day, my friends and I will see the car around San Francisco and be like, oh, there goes Harry Krinsky. Um, I also do remember him being on the varsity men's basketball team, so if you want to see any, like, evidence of him balling out, um, let me know and I can probably dust off some yearbooks and see what I can find. Um, all of that aside, I want to say I'm a huge fan of your show. Um, thank you all for the, like, the content that you put out. Um, basketball wise, I'm most looking forward to seeing Clay back out on the court with Stefan Draymond. Um, so yeah, thanks a lot and go Dubs. <laughs>